Hello and Assalamualaikum. Welcome to In This Moment Podcast. I am Zumar Ali, your host for this episode. In this episode, meet our guest, Aisha Shahira, the author of the best-selling book, Being a Quran Tech Girl, published by Iman Publication. She will guide you on how to hold on to God when we are struggling. We hope this can be an opportunity for you to be in the moment, disconnect from the chaotic and confused world. In this moment. Alhamdulillah. Um, thank you everyone uh, for joining uh, this Tutor Space session today. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy uh, that we have a very special speaker uh, with us tonight, uh, this evening, um, to talk about something that probably everyone uh, experienced and probably struggled with, uh, how to hold on to uh, to God, to Allah, uh, whenever we, we are struggling with, with uh, everything that is happening with our life. Yes, before before we get to the topic, um, I would like to to, to give it up to um, uh, Aisha. So how are you, Aisha? How are you generally? What what are you doing right now? Okay. Assalamualaikum. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, yeah, Alhamdulillah. I'm, I'm recovering well. So I had like uh, two months ago, I had an operation. I went to operation. Um, but Alhamdulillah, dah recover. And Alhamdulillah, uh, I'm slowly apa, getting back. Uh, to work. Kalau tidak hari tu macam I was like all the time um, <laughs> on the on the couch. So now it's um, so much better. Alhamdulillah. So happy to be able to um, you know to be doing all the things that I buat dulu lah. So, you mm-hmm. know I'm not the kind of person yang macam boleh duduk tak buat apa-apa. That's really not me. <laughs> So Alhamdulillah, when I um get to start to work by it, it's uh, it's amazing. Alhamdulillah, and I'm so glad uh for this opportunity. So so I pun uh took like um Subhanallah like a break from my um social media for quite some time from Twitter, mm-hmm. um Instagram. So it's it's good to be back and um Inshallah doing something yang beneficial. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, you're glad to hear you again actually. Um. Yes, and everyone must be um, missing you for your <laughs> thoughts, for your content. So, um, tonight, everyone, uh, Aisha will be sharing with us, um, her thoughts, her, her probably her knowledge on how do we actually holding on to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to God, uh, whenever we feel that we are struggling with with our studies, with our relationship, with with everything that is happening with our life. Um, if if you are here, you might be familiar with um, Iman Publication, uh, who is the publisher of uh, Aisha's many books, such as Quran uh, Tech Girl, uh, Talk to Allah, and also uh, latest book, uh, Longing for God's Closeness. Um, others book probably that you may know include books uh, such as The Art of Letting God by Ustaz Mizi and also Light for the Lost Soul uh, by Miss Nina. Um, and Iman Plus is a little baby within Iman publication and we are actually a 
digital imprint, which means uh, we make digital content basically, just such as the, the session that you are um, listening to right now. Uh, and we also produce uh, online classes. Uh, and this year, uh, all online classes that we are producing is complementary to the books that we are going to publish in 2022. And also Aisha, our guest today, uh, was one of the speakers for two of online classes we offered on our platform, imanplus.com. So please check them out. Uh, those two are Rising Bravely and Presence of the Heart. So if you really like to listen and miss um, to listen to Aisha's uh, content, Aisha's uh, ideas and thoughts, uh, you probably would love to hear and listen to Rising Briefly as well as Presence of the Heart. So I really, really encourage you to check them out on imanplus.com tonight. Please check them out on imanplus.com tonight. Have we ever, have we ever have uh, days that we struggle with our inner voice asking us to, to go back to our past self that we really don't want to go back to? Um, and sometimes our daily ibadah feels, feels harder to perform and we are so busy achieving the goals in our life that we sometimes take for granted the hidayah uh, that Allah gave us in the first place. We, 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 we know and we realize something is wrong and we really hope for a betterment. We pray, we improve our salah, we, we, we increase the frequency of our salah. But we actually struggling to maintain our faith. And we ask ourselves, how do we hold on to Allah when? I am struggling with my faith. So th that is something that uh, going to be our our main um, framework of this um, this this topic, inshallah. So Aisha, my first question is about probably your your struggle, your 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 probably a story about your struggle. The hardest part, um, the hardest part, making a move is always making the first step to do hijrah. Um, and making the first step to leave our past is very, very hard, Aisha. Mm -hmm. However, maintaining the distance between ourselves and our past is another struggle altogether. Meaning, how, how to, to being a steadfast person to maintain our faith so that we don't go back to our past self. So, Aisha, my first question probably can can you share with us your your share? Um, your fair share of struggle that you face throughout your journey. Okay. Bismillahi walhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Okay. Okay. MashaAllah. Struggles. Okay. Struggles. Okay. So I wanted to answer something that I tak tulis in my book lah which is I I thought like I think in buku in buku TTA I shared about um I failed my exam okay but that was like 20 no I think tak lah 20 I think dah few years lah okay because I I left my I, I left university dalam 2011-2012 so I think um I dah berdamai dengan that that challenges and I think I think um that's not something that I perhaps want to bring up again. Tapi um if we talk about um struggles okay macam that, you know every single day there's a lot there's a lot of um 
struggles that um I went through. But I just want to particularly talk about um the time when when I was um hospitalized like two months ago. Okay, so it was like um the macam benda yang quite it happened so fast. You know, it was the decision to um what operation and whatnot. It, it just happened so fast. So um I wouldn't say that was like a very much struggle. But the time when I was um hospitalized, though, I was um. I was um I wasn't be able no I tak boleh ditemani oleh anyone during um my my stay at the hospital and um there's um no visitors allowed okay so basically I was like five days there just by myself okay <laughs> so um I felt like um that was one of the the um challenging part because although I get to call my my spouse my husband I mean to get to call my husband or my my sisters or my my parents kan but it wasn't it wasn't the same you know macam tak ada orang you tak tengok orang except for the nurses and the doctors lah kan so um at that point I was um going through some you know some you know I I wanted to take some positive learnings out of that out of that that situation and i thought like subhanallah you know it's 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 very challenging to sebenarnya hidup seorang you know like you you are not you don't you like literally have no one to talk to you know even if you boleh call your your husband macam i boleh call my husband you know but he also has work to he also has um work to do kan dia pun macam nak kena entertain kerja and all so he cannot like be be talking to me 24 hours so you know and and that and that time when i went through that i felt like subhanallah i macam terus terfikir yang betapa ramai ni orang dekat luar sana went through so many struggles and they are not able to talk it out you know it's it's you know like a lot of people had to went through it alone you know how some people suppress their feelings they don't they don't share it out the you know just they just like um senyap tak cakap and then try to just make things like things are okay you know things are okay for them because they don't want to be labor and all kind so that was something yang i don't say it was a, a very hard struggles lah but i because i i'm talking to many people yang mungkin tak boleh nak bercakap balik to me here but i wanted to i wanted to address like how it is very not easy lah okay but alhamdulillah i when i was there i took a lot of time to do a lot of thinking and writing and i and i felt like subhanallah i'm just so glad and i sangat-sangat bersyukur that uh, my religion is islam and my my lord is allah and i'm so thankful that i i wasn't i am born as a muslim and i'm so thankful for knowledge but masa tu i rasa if i don't have um all this islamic knowledge i don't have quran mungkin i boleh <laughs> boleh gone a little bit crazy that five days lah macam tu so um and i want to say that macam you know if if anybody is going through a journey coming back to allah or journey with your salah or your quran kan it's not going to be like a simple journey No, it's not going to be like a day you bangun, you decide and then everything's going to be fine. You know, even for me, even for myself lah kan. I, when I first started learning the D2, I was hoping like everything 
macam smooth sailing. You know, sometimes I even like question God, like I even question Allah, macam okay, kenapa I dah pakai tudung, I dah solat, macam why do Allah still give me test? You know, why do Allah still give um macam benda yang susah dekat I kan? But um, along the way with um, knowledge and um, you know along the way with knowledge, the learning semua tu kan. At one point, whenever I I'm tested to, I just rasa macam subhanallah. Um, it's a it's a it's a blessing sebenarnya. Okay, macam sebenarnya when we are being tested ni, it's a blessing. When we when we go through hardships too, it's a blessing. But but not many can understand this can and and the way we we can understand this is by only by getting to know Allah and learning the Quran because when when we hold to that Quran and Sunnah tu kan macam it's it's really a different thing every time when you went through struggles okay so bila I start uh, make my hijrah you know and when I you know those days when I was in hospital tu I should fikir subhanallah you know if I don't have Allah if I don't took that that first time step nak berubah semua kan I don't think I would ever be going through all things yang I go through sekarang so um, I just want to share that every day it's going to be like macam ada je test you know it's not going to stop and that shouldn't be Uh, demotivation to you Macam you rasa Oh subhanallah You know One after another Because In the Quran Allah made mention that um, Manusia ni dia They will be tested You know In in, in mafhum lah Maksudnya mafhumnya Macam antara You know the tan, uh, Subhanallah I, I always hold this ayat To myself kan Allah kata Adakah kamu Ingat kamu akan masuk syurga If you're not being tested You know Mafhum dia lebih kurang macam tu lah That, that ayat I can't remember which surah, but um, that was what something I I hold on to, and again and again I cannot emphasize this much and stress out this ayat like lagi dan lagi which Allah says in the Quran la yukalifullahu nafsan illa wusaha. So that was my my favorite ayah as well. That I always tell myself if I went through challenges, it's only because Allah knows I can go through that. If I tak boleh go through, He would not have give it to me so if you are going through challenges it does not matter at at whatever whether it is um, spiritual whether it's work whether it's it's study or family or getting married or anything you know having children anything and and just hold that to yourself and always tell yourself like subhanallah you know i'm the chosen one because i'm special to allah and i think this is something that along the journey of learning the deen kan itu satu benda yang I um, pegang sangat which is to understand that I am I am actually special to Allah. You know, I'm a special Christian. Sebab I rasa banyak orang dia sabotaj diri dia dengan rasa yang Allah tak sayang dia. You know, Allah tak tak maafkan dia. Allah tak terima dia. So whenever that they went they went for you know when they are being tested, they cannot see the good side of it. You know, they cannot see um the things that we are going through ni is for our life in the hereafter. So, you know, macam, I wouldn't say macam that, you know, if I were to share about struggles ni, of course, there's going to be other people who went through more struggles than I do. And I think that's where the ayah, la yukalifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha tu comes in kan. It shows that, Everyone ada dia punya fair struggles. 
fair test because if I tell people something people will say like you know no I'm not not me tapi macam you know like how sometimes when we share problems and then somebody will say like oh I punya lagi teruk my masalah lagi teruk kan so there's no there is no one in this dunia being tested yang lebih berat melainkan I mean our prophet sallallahu he went through the hardest test the hardest struggles kan so nothing that we went through is going to be the hardest because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has went through the hardest test so yeah i hope that i answered my questions and your questions yeah. okay yeah it's just thank you thank you aisha that's that's very beautiful actually when you when you start with with the story of your struggle recent struggle and yeah i hope you're getting better aisha and yep um the thing is about struggle everyone has their own struggle and also um we have our own journey so i think we we, we can't compare our struggle with every other person in this world struggles as well um but Uh, that's the thing about journey. Um, mm-hmm. We have our journey, and Aisha also has your own journey, and everyone who is listening also has their own journey. Um, when we talk about journey, Aisha, mm-hmm. um, um, your books um, on uh, Quran, that girl, on talk to Allah, and also longing for God's closeness, also mention about your struggle in 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 different perspective of mm-hmm. of, of your journey. Um, when when you write those three books, um, was was that was that a, a conscious um, sequence to to tell people that you are struggling with Quran first, and then you are struggling to talk to Allah uh, with du'a, and also um, you struggle with your salah. Was that was that a a, a, a sequence uh, that you struggle with? Um, mm. If you can reflect on that journey, how how is that for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually, when I started um writing the book, too, I I don't really think of okay, what's gonna what why am I gonna write next? What am I gonna write next? So, uh, because the time when I started writing being Quran Tech Girl, I was um you know I was uh in the bubble of fame on Quran tagging. So um, I remember the editor wanted me to write something on my journey with the Quran, and that was something that I've been. Um, highly macam benda yang I selalu share lah my journey with the Quran tu because when people always ask me kan macam how do you start um your journey macam what, what was the first thing that you did so it wasn't really solah nor um my hijab it was actually Quran so from Quran um I I I put this story in the book as well I ceritakan my um my journey with the Quran tu yang buatkan I wanted to change and start wearing hijab and then uh, you know learn the uh, apa uh, do my solah and all kan so after I dah after I'm done with being Quran tag girl then I started writing uh, then I was like oh okay uh, I wanted to share about doa because um, one of the things that has um, macam hold me throughout the whole journey was doa doa you know my my doa to Allah Subhanahu wa taala and finally um the other day i finished off um last year i finished off my book with um subhanallah longing for god's closeness okay so uh it wasn't really much of a sequence it was like okay i mean, I, i think this is something relevant you know in fact um i'm i'm already on my um starting to write bit by bit of my book number four so it was like 
it was a journey, you know, it was like something yang, oh, okay, subhanallah, I, I want people to see this, you know, it's something that I've learned, it's it's some of the ways that I cope. Because I actually doesn't come from uh, any Islamic background. So, I took my um, diploma in Islamic studies, it was like few years after I dah kahwin. So, originally, I bukanlah belajar Islamic studies ke apa, but I think um, that was the very nice things about Islam. It's like, it, it's never, it's never like a one one person punya journey je. It's not like, it's not punya macam, okay, kita kena belajar from um, ustaz and ustazah je, which is, which is perlulah kan. Macam kita tak boleh lah kata tak payah kan. Cuma, banyak bila kita, bila when, when we listen to other people's um, story or sharings, you know, it, it really uh, gives us hope, it gives us motivation because to some people, you know, like when I first start learning the din, um, it was very challenging to just go and and listen some classes. You know, macam I tak tahu, eh, what, what is these people doing, eh? Macam, if they went through macam ni, macam mana, eh? Ah, okay, macam, first kita, kita bukan orang yang uh, warak, kan? Kita bukan orang yang alim. Kita, masa tu banyak, kita tak ada banyak ilmu. So, when we see someone, when we when we went through, you know, we, we went to classes, you know, we learned so many things, you know, like, subhanallah, so many things. And then, challenges came. And then, we do not know because every time when we go to class, kita rasa macam, oh, subhanallah, everyone's there perfect. <laughs> like, the ustazah is perfect. Like, they do Quran every single day. And then, what happens on the day they don't read Quran, you know, and we do not know who do we want to talk to about all these things because kita tak tahu macam, is it the right thing to say? What if the days, you know, when I first started learning, um, learning the din tu kan, I dah baca Quran. Then I was very contemplating on praying because I was like, what if I start praying and then I nak jadi orang yang tak baik lagi? You know, I still nak buat sesuatu yang yang tak baik tu kan? What happens to my prayer? Because I don't want to, because along the way when I when I grow up, it's always like, okay, solat kena ikhlas, kena ikhlas. Kalau solat tak ikhlas, Tuhan tak terima, you know, that kind of thing. So, And then sama juga when I wanted to wear hijab kan. Masa ni I dah pergi kelas. I dah, dah started learning a bit kan. Lepas tu I was very contemplating to put on hijab. Because I was like what if I wear my hijab and then I do not want to wear it after that kan. What if like suddenly I want to come back to the way I dressed before and all. So <clears throat> uh, that was something yang I rasa macam I had no one to talk to. Because at that time I already go to classes kan. So I rasa macam oh um who can share you know bagi a fair sharing of um dia punya journey because when we go to classes everything seems so perfect so I thought I wanted to write on my perspective and I wanted to tell people like but Alhamdulillah when I went through all this this um phase you know when I went to talk to my ustazah or my ustaz can they they are always encouraging like they are always like subhanallah it's okay you know um, continue to make taubah you know diorang bagi I um, semangat and motivation so I wanted to write that story you know, I wanted to write on that perspective because I know um, dekat luar sana banyak juga orang yang macam I macam I yang they they went through struggles as well you know and they do not know like to whom they they want to pujuk diri dia and bagi some some ideas what to do ke apa ke kan so I want to to take that part you know and contribute you know contribute myself to the society you know contribute my story to the society that, so that someone else out there can um you know can perhaps rasa macam oh somebody went through the same journey like me so 
it's okay. So it's okay that sometimes I feel down. Sometimes I question, you know, how do I, and then how do I come back from all these situations? But I selalu rasa yang setiap apa, whatever challenges that we went through again, like I was taught, like we were talking just now, whatever struggles that we are going through, dia bukan untuk kita saja. You know, it's, it wasn't just for for us to learn, you know, but but also for someone else to learn from it. You know, because one day, if someone else tanya you, kan, or someone else cerita that they went through so-and-so struggles and just so happen you dah lalui benda tu, then it will give, like, you know, you boleh bagi some comfort words. You know, you can tell people, you know, it's okay. Um, you will go through benda ni, you know, it's it's difficult, but it's okay. It's okay, you boleh went through, don't, don't worry much, you know. Just like how, you know, I always bagi this example, contoh macam uh, orang yang uh, lost their children, kan, like keguguran anak. So, mungkin, um, it is it is a painful story, right? It's a painful story, like people, people are very sad, especially mother yang tak jumpa anak dia keguguran you know some 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 kadang tu in situation yang anak dah dah sempurna lepas tu um, gugur meninggal dan sebagainya kan so if someone doesn't went through this and they you know if someone went through all this situation and don't tell it to anyone and then the next person yang lalui keguguran dia pun akan jadi depressed dia tak tahu macam mana nak 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 luahkan, nak cakap kan but because someone else has went through that in the society and they took the the apa tu, the sort of like a responsibility to share it out and and you know, bukakan jalan bagi orang lain faham dan sebagainya so the next person who went through keguguran ni, dia dah macam sort of like ada, ada support, dah ada idea apa nak kena buat dan sebagainya kan so, I always took it in that way, so when I wrote my book I just tell myself like I just want to write in you know, a perspective untuk orang yang macam I. And I know it's not easy because I I I went through that and I don't come from a religious background, uh, family members ke kan. So my my parents are normal people lah, bukan macam apa uh, imam masjid ke kan. But I want to give hope. I want to give to people that hope yang macam just because you bukan anak imam ke apa ke kan. It does not mean this religion is going to be very difficult for you. Okay, just like lagu Raihan tu kan, dia cakap iman tu tak boleh diwarisi. So, it means like it, it can be developed. It can be developed. It's something yang you boleh boleh ni. So, hopefully with the book yang macam my journey of the book tu, itulah yang basically what's what I want to I want to kongsikan to people. And insyaAllah, my fourth book pun is something yang the same thing juga. It's, it's the same concept, cuma a different angle. Cuma kali ni, I rasa macam, Alhamdulillah for three times punya experience tulis buku ni, I sort of like, dah evolve. Dah evolve sikit. So, uh, my fourth book ni, I wanted to bring a little bit of difference. Nak bawakan kelainan sikit. And uh, yeah, insyaAllah masih lagi boleh uh, memberi manfaat to my um, future, to my readers and future readers as well, insyaAllah. It's always a journey. I think I I'm I think it's like macam my forte lah. I suka apa-apa yang berkongsi macam my journey. That's why even for my um apa tu? My branding pun I pakai Aisyah Shares tu because I am that person. I like to share. I want to continue to share and share as much as I can insyaAllah.
Okay. Um. I mean, that's 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 how you connect with a lots of people because <laughs> you you tell stories from the bottom of your heart and people listen to them. People listen to your your sincere stories. Um. Yes, guys. If you like to get um Aisha's book, um, they are all available on imanshah.com. Um. So they are entitled Quran That Girl. Uh. That, that was her first book and then second book uh, titled Talk to Allah and third book uh, titled Longing for God's, Close, God's Closeness so all of them um, they are very very um, I think it's, it's very sincere sharing from Aisha mm -hmm. and yes if you haven't actually read one of them or three of them please get them now on imanshop.com um, I think probably did they have uh, still or, or not, I'm not sure, but you can get all those three books on imanshop.com. Right, Aisha, um, I, I remember um, or maybe on, on, on one of our live that you mentioned, out of all three books, uh, you have difficulties, the, the most difficulties in writing the last book, The, the Longing for God's Closeness. I think it's not about the, the problem, Probably you you are uh, you are a very good writer when when it comes to the, the third book, but probably the topic that that you highlight in the book is about salah. So salah is 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 very very uh hard on you um to to write about. So salah is the most important ibadah as Muslim, and and because I think it is the first day that will be judged during the the day of judgment. Um, and also it is special uh, among all uh, other ibadah. Salah is special since it is uh, directly bestowed upon our Prophet Muhammad from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, this is special, it's the most important, but we sometimes struggle to perform Salah and let alone to have Hushu in it. Um, when, when, when you write the book, Longing for God's Closeness, you must stumble upon this, this question. Why does Salah can be so difficult? And but in some, but at, this, but at the same time, it is also important. So probably, can can you share with us why salah can be difficult and but in some, but at the same time, it is also important ibadah. Yes, yes. I think um of all the book, book number three was very challenging, because at first Quran, you know, macam Quran, we all know um it is it is um memang apa sangat uh, digalakkan you know like you recite every day and then you learn the tajwid but um, you know it's um it's not something yang kita you know even for for those who are new of learning the din tu kita tak adalah cakap macam dosa tak baca Quran nah, tak adalah kita tak cakap macam tu kan but uh, and then sama juga dengan doa because kita tahu yang it's um, it's something yang you know it's something a little bit more like you know once you get into um very deep learning tu you will more understand the Quran your doa and whatnot kan cuba solat ni macam because even I remember when I first learning the deen kan I jumpa Dr. Ha Dr. Halina Siraj kan that was the thing she told me she said Aisha uh, whatever happens pun jangan tinggal solat uh, dia cakap macam tu dia kata uh, you know I remember the first halakat tu she said never ever miss your prayer dia cakap uh, because I tak cakap kat dia, kata Dr. Ha, saya ni boleh baca 
tiga cool je. Macam every time prayer, that was the thing that I read again and again. Kan, saya tak pandai sangat baca surah yang lain sangat, you know, because I punya tajwi and what not. So, she said tak apa. She said just read, recite that, it's okay. But she said whatever it is, don't miss your prayer. So, you see, even on the very early journey, you know, someone, of course, Dr. Tahu bukanlah cakap kat saya macam, oh, if you miss ni, uh, Jangan ni, miss. Nanti you berdosa. She doesn't say that. You know, in a very nice tone, in a very macam calming tone yang buat I rasa balik tu, I berfikir lagi tentang my solat. Because she said, whatever it is, don't miss your prayer. Hold on to your prayer. So, so when I wanted to write this book, it was um very challenging. So, but I rasa macam, oh, it's prayer. And, and you know, we when we talk about prayer, when we talk about solat, when we talk about solat ni, it's, it's, a little bit more intense, you know, a little bit more intense and semua orang tahu kita dengan solat ni tak elok and then the best of prayer is the one that you done it, um, the one, that, uh, the best deeds yang Allah paling suka is the one that you uh, do your solat at the beginning of the time and, you know, you wanted to write something that that perhaps sometimes you pun buat juga. You know, like for me, in my case, I was like, oh, subhanallah, I pun kadang-kadang tak kusyuk in my prayer, kadang-kadang I pun solat lambat. So, that was the burden I felt. I felt like, oh, I I don't deserve to write this book, you know, because I bukannya orang yang my prayer tu macam TikTok, you know. So, I I, I was really uh, contemplating lah, macam I dah tulis one chapter, then I stop, then I cried. Now I like, I go back to Allah and I say, Allah, do I deserve to write this? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of um, night, apa, macam, there's a lot of um, coming back to Allah and crying because I felt like I don't deserve to write this book. And coming to what, um, coming to what, uh, apa, Zuma was asking just now, like, apa tu, macam mana solat tu, it's, it's so difficult. And some, uh, you know, it sometimes become a burden to us, can. And I'm not gonna lie because even for myself, uh, with all the learnings, can it's it's still not an easy thing. You know, it's not an easy thing. You know, at times I just have to, you know, those times yang kadang kadang I tertidur, bangun lambat, lepas tu rasa macam ah, oh, kena solat, ah, macam tu, you know, it, it's like a normal feelings. But then I gained, um. I think that was a test for us. You know, like when we talk about tests now, when we talk about challenges, how we always often see challenges, something yang macam sakit, you know, lost the people that we love. But have, have we thought like, maybe solat lambat, having to, you know, terasa macam solat ni susah, that's, that's a challenges for us, you know. And how do we, how do we cope and bangun through these challenges, okay? So, even for myself, like I said, kadang-kadang sampai sekarang pun, I still rasa ada hari yang I bangun, I rasa macam, oh man, subhanallah, it's, it's, it's not easy. Oh, macam, kerja lagi, you know, sometimes you contemplating, finishkan kerja, lepas tu nak solat awal waktu, you know, at times kan, macam for me, this is something yang I rasa very challenging because I always like, one of the things that when I, I wrote this book, I always tell myself, oh, subhanAllah, this book is going to come on the day of judgment <laughs> and say to Allah, tengok ni, <laughs> she wrote about salat, but then she was the one who did not pray at the, at the beginning of the time. <laughs> she had a book, you know, I, I always tell myself, once I wrote this book, kan, I make doa, I make doa, me that this book doesn't come and testify against me on the day of judgment sebab I tak buat apa yang I cakap because that's what Allah 
pesan ataupun Allah remind kita in the Quran don't say something that you do not do but of course we don't wanna we don't wanna let syaitan also macam cakapan kita kan uh, kau tak buat jangan jangan kau pun tak buat tak payah tak payah tulis you know because then it will stop your dakwah work immediately kan so um when i uh, wrote this book ni i cakap kat myself okay you know there are this memang macam it's going to be like a burden memang dia susah macam solat ni we felt like uh you know it's 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 another thing one after another even for myself kan kadang-kadang contemplating nak siapkan kerja ke solat dulu solat lepas tu kan nanti I macam teringat eh aku ni tulis buku pasal solat lepas tu why am I doing here why am I not finish why am I sibuk lagi nak finish kat my work and then you not go for my prayer I think again this is um this is a journey you know and i don't want people to felt like um allah always i always also remind this you know allah does not need perfection from you he he does not need that because allah is the most perfect and he did not he did not expect you to not do macam he did not expect you not to do any sins you know it's, it's not that allah bukannya expect kita yang kita takkan buat buat dosa langsung This is what I always remember Ustaz Umar, uh, Sheikh Umar Suleiman quote this thing. He said, Allah does not need um, perfection from you and he does not need you to be perfect in your ibadah because it cannot be, it cannot be perfect. But what Allah, and he does not expect you not to do sins at all. Okay, but what he wants is that you um, manage, manage that thing. You know, bila you ada, bila you dah buat solat, eh, bila you dah buat salah, when you commit your sins, how do you manage? Do you come back to Allah? So, when you, when you dah, maksudnya, bila you rasa macam solat ni susah, kan, what do you do? Do you um, istighfar, like, um, rush to it, or you just like, ah, tak payahlah solat at all, kan? Because, there's gonna be like, two choices, kan? Ada, kita akan buat choices, we're gonna make choices. So, you have to choose what did you do. Okay, so it, itu satu yang I pegang lah. Because I always tell myself, um, there's there's no there's no way it's gonna be a perfect journey, and I don't want to be perfect because that's not that's not what I am created for. I'm not created to to be a perfection. You know, I'm just you know I always tell myself Allah is the most perfect. So my job is to just try my very best. So it's it's a long. I mean. It's a continuous journey that you have to um, letak dalam diri you. But um, don't lose it at all. Macam jangan lose it all just because of one thing. You know, we all create, we all commit sins. Hari-hari kita buat, kita ada sins. And and I think that is where um, the specialty of relationship kita ada dengan Allah ni lies in. You know, because our relationship dengan Allah ni it's so special. And Allah is, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he, he wants, he always wants the best for us. So even in the moment that we actually committing sins, you know, that is something that Allah allows so that we, we, we learn something out of it. And we tell ourselves, oh, subhanallah, this is, is, this is not something that Allah loves. So I'm going to try again later. You know, macam, I'm going to try again. Tadi I rasa I didn't do the best Zohor prayer. So I'm going to try again in my Asr. I'm going to try again my Maghrib. I'm going to try again my Isha. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to try again for my Subuh, uh, my my Fajr prayer. It's like, a, it's like a journey. But of course, it's a journey for you to have that um wholeness. You know, you are able to think, you are able to adapt with it. 
it has to come with knowledge. You need knowledge. So continue to seek knowledge and then uh, make peace with your yourself lah. I rasa itu satu benda yang I belajar adalah to make peace with yourself. Berdamai dengan diri you yang tak baik tu. Uh, maafkan, you know, because Allah is is the most forgiving. A lot of people, they ask forgiveness from Allah. They ask forgiveness from other people. But they, they don't want to forgive themselves, you know. They, so, they they carry that that burden, that baggage that they are not a good person. And they weren't able to move on. So, every time when they commit some mistakes, maybe they commit mistakes, they commit sins, they can drag the whole energy. They pull back the whole energy and felt like, oh, um, I... I go orang yang baik. So, I continue to, I rasa macam I better continue jadi orang yang tak baik. So, that's something yang kita tak nak. So, um, yeah. So, it, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's going to be easy. You know, it's going to continue to be difficult. And I believe semua orang ada, ada these challenges. It's going to be difficult. It's, it, at times, it's going to be like a burden to us. But we, we going to try to learn about it again. And every time when we we felt like it's a burden, then we just make istighfar. Say astaghfirullah al-azim. You know, Allah forgive me. Forgive me for thinking that way. You know, and um, the way I motivate myself is to just sit down, you know, and and find back that memory where my my prayer was one of the best prayer I've ever had. You know, I I cari balik that memory because, you know, subconscious mind you ada, ada simpan semua this memory, kan? So I I go back to that memory, and then I felt kind of the intensity of how great that prayer has made me, you know. And and for my case, it was like one of the the first prayer that I made. That was some. That was one of the best prayer. I rasa macam every time I remember that prayer, it gives me motivation balik. Macam oh let's do this because I've I've experienced it before, and and Subhanallah again a little bit zuma kalau boleh tambah kan nak ceritakan. Those feelings of rasa, um, rasa lega in in every prayer tu kan, that 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 feeling tu hanya you saja yang tahu. Because I, I believe everyone, you mesti ada that one prayer moment yang bagi you rasa macam lega. You felt like ah, oh, subhanallah. It's like everything is lift up macam masalah lift up, burden lift up macam dah tak ada dah. Everyone has that feelings, and that feelings, hanya you and Allah saja yang tahu. So you come back, you you recall balik that memory, and felt that intensity. Once once upon a time you pernah lalui that prayer, so rasakan balik, and and uh, tell yourself, you know, I want to I want to be that person again. I want to go into that kind of prayer, and of course. One thing that has elevated, macam you punya tangga of um relationship with Allah too, it's always, always by getting to know Allah more and more. And how do you get to know Allah is through Quran. You have to make time to learn the Quran. You have to love the Din. You kena bagi diri you that that um space to love the Din, space to uh allow the knowledge to come to you. Okay, because this this your heart ni kan dia berbolak-balik sekejap dia nak ni sekejap dia nak tu you know sometimes we come into a situation yang kita tak congruent dengan apa kita nak so how how does it become a whole again when Allah Allah allows that's why in the Quran Allah says whoever that Allah wants to guide he expand their chest 
Allah put all the guidance. Allah say he expand their chest and put all the guidance, the hidayah, so that they accept, they 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 love the din and all kind. But who that whoever Allah does not want to guide, then Allah will compress, compress the puny chest to kan dia tak dapat apa apa pun um, feeling rasa. As for Allah, you know, like some of you were here already. Yeah, I do not know how many people here. You know, I hope it reach thousands. That's <laughs> what Allah. But the fact that you are listening to this, that was that that is a gift, Allah. Because I don't think you know, Subhanallah. Allah chose people. Allah chose what we listen, what we what we hear, kan? So, what we hear, what we see. It's not something yang Allah pilih untuk kita dapat. Karena kita tak minta, tapi Allah bagi. So, some of you are listening, and that's part. You know that that that. That that itself, it's like a sign that Allah, Allah wants you to do better. You know, Allah wants you to come back, and that's what I I always hold on to myself. You know, macam whenever I went through something, I I remind myself, Allah is always um forgiving. Allah akan bantu. Allah akan tolong I to do better, come better. So my job is to just continue, even when I felt like. It's difficult. It's burden. Okay. And and again, kadang kita rasa difficult and burden because kita tak ada that knowledge. Kita tak dapat lagi dia punya fahaman. Kita tak dapat lagi ilmu. So when I first started learning din, one of the courses that I went was perfecting my solah by Al-Qadim. Uh, it's in Kota, no, it's in Damansara, somewhere in Damansara. Ara Damansara. It's in Ara Damansara. That course changed my understanding about solah. You know, I always felt solah was difficult. But when I went there and I learned, then they um upgrade my knowledge and um my understanding about salah tu dah berubah berubah perspective. Okay, so yeah, alhamdulillah, terfatah. Continuekan zuma. <laughs> thank you, Aisha, for that reminder. <laughs> really, really, thank you. That that was, I think everyone can relate to to your story. Um, and one thing that I that touched really. Uh, on me was when you mentioned about um, we are not created to be perfect um, and actually yes imperfection makes us human but we have to try our best to get closer to the perfection to be a better um, a bit to be a better um, servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala day by day yeah. yes thank you Aisha for that reminder uh, guys um, for those who are just joining us So tonight we talk about holding on to God when you are struggling. Can be in any way that you are struggling with. How do we hold on to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala when we are in that circumstance? Um, if you would like to ask question to Aisha, uh, I would love to encourage you to ask any question that you really want to. Uh, To 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 Aisha to answer to your questions that probably is something that you have been wondering about you have been asking yourself a lot but you don't find the answers on on Google or on any books so you can ask that question to Aisha just a very simple way you you can just um, press the mic button on the bottom left uh, and request to speak and I'll allow you to to ask uh, one question to Aisha. Um, later, inshallah. Yeah, because it's kind of funny that I've been talking, but I cannot see anyone's face, nor that everyone is responding. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's but it's fun. Actually, I'm I'm laying down on on my bed right now, so no one can see that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. uh, yeah, but yep, yeah, you can ask any question. So please do ask 
question to Aisha and uh, I think she would love to answer all of your questions, all of your doubts that is um, uh, been haunting you <laughs> right now. Okay, before we go to the to your question, so while thinking about your questions, I have one last question to Aisha. So then we go to the question from the floor. Um, Aisha, so when, when you talk about um, Salah uh, just now, and and performing salah is about um i mean performing salah is about um having faith in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that also includes everything that happened in our life meaning we have to trust allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of his decrees on us that he he bestowed upon us and when when we say about trusting allah in his plans uh, when when he take away something from us, when he gives us something, uh, we have to trust Allah. It's it's very easier to say that, but to doing it is it's harder. However, that that concept trusting Allah in His plans is very important. It it plays a very important role in our life. Uh, it helps us to to make peace uh, whenever something go wrong, and not blaming us because we know we we have no control over that thing. Mm-hmm. But Aisha, this this concept is really hard to grab. So my question probably about how how can we really believe in His plan in Allah plan when all this while we were deprived of what we hope for? Allah always takes away from us, not giving us anything. That is what we perceive. Mm-hmm. But then how how can we really believe in Allah plan when nothing actually goes? according to our plan. No, subhanAllah. Yeah, I, I always get this kind of questions as well. So sometimes people ask me like, um, why do I make dua when Allah has already planned everything? You know, how is that going to change? You know, I think one of the many, um, no, I think this is one thing that I used to understand juga. I thought like, um, why do I make it very difficult? Like, um, if he he claimed to um cakap yang Allah sayangkan kita semua kan then why why would he give us challenges and deprive us from whatever that we want and um subhanallah kan but again um i cannot you know i just want to make it easy right i don't want to go all about go all around talk about um you know things that were going to make you felt like oh susah kan but I guess the only one thing when we can um understand is that we are not we are not we, we we are living in a world that has a creator, okay? And this creator, which is Allah, he has his own way of doing things. You know, just like how you as a person can, macam kadang-kadang kan kita as a person kita dengan kehidupan kita bila orang lain masuk campur kan orang macam eh don't do this lah don't do that kan kita say eh you jaga jaga tepi kain jaga kain sendiri jangan nak jaga tepi kain orang ah ha, kan so as a matter of fact so when we live in this this dunia of Allah you know we don't ha- Allah doesn't have to negotiate dengan kita tau macam okay I nak bagi macam ni are you setuju ke tak you know Allah doesn't have to do any negotiation dengan kita he can do whatever he please um he can do whatever he wants you know because this this dunia is what he created 
So he knows what's best. You know, just like how you always tell yourself as well, I know what's best for me. You know, don't tell me how to take care of my children. Don't tell me how to take care of my husband. Don't tell me how to take care of myself. I know how to do it, you know, subhanallah. So it's it's more or less of the same thing, you know. Macam lebih kurang, I bukan nak kata kita dan Allah sama, cuma I nak beritahu konsep ni sekarang ni kita nak faham dulu yang we we don't have to, there's no there's no such thing of negotiation dengan Allah. Maksudnya kita tak perlu, Allah tak perlu nak negotiate dengan kita, dia nak buat macam mana, nak buat macam mana, okay. But, but, okay, one thing about Allah, that he is most perfect, okay. And when when we talk about his kasih sayang, when we talk about his love, we talk about his rahmah, we talk about his forgiveness, we talk about how he always want the best for us and all kind. That was limitless, you know. Macam if Allah says that he, he when Allah says that he loves us, means he he truly loves us. Like very very you can't even think of a person I mean if you can think of a person satu orang yang yang sangat sayang dekat you okay would do anything for you Allah is just infinity times better you know and I think and I subhanallah I want to emphasize this you can only understand this concept when you want to allow this knowledge you know when you want to allow this knowledge to come to you because if you don't want if you don't allow this to come to you you don't want to you don't want to allow this rahman ar rahim kasih sayang Allah ni comes to you in in that sense then you will not be able to comprehend whatever challenges whatever things that you went through okay whatever um whatever doa that is not being and not being answered okay kalau you be nampak I akan buat I tengah buat macam inverted comma ni not being answered so there is no such thing Tak ada doa yang Allah tak makbulkan. Semua doa Allah makbulkan. Tapi it's according to what is best for you in his knowledge. It's not what is best for you in your understanding. But it's best from what in his knowledge. Okay. So, I and again, um, all these things, you know, all these things, you will only begin to understand, begin to um, allow, apa, boleh terima benda ni. Bila you... Bagi yourself that that opportunity to learn, to discover. And and subhanAllah, in the Quran, Allah mention the word berfikir, yatafakarun, tatafakarun. Banyak kali. Sebab your mind, it has to think. You know, dia kena belajar untuk, um, apa ni, uh, cari what is the good learning points from all these things. Okay, what, what am I learning? Why Why do Allah put me in this situation? Apa yang I belajar? So when you go out for that challenges, when you don't get something that you are you you ask for again, you learn to think again. So macam um you know like for myself okay for example for myself then like, when I um uh okay one of the the greatest blessings that I I I receive from Allah is to be able to work on my own time okay I I bekerja sendiri uh I am. I memang buat business, I bekerja sendiri for my, from from the day I graduated tu, I memang kerja sendiri. And that is one thing yang I belajar was um, reliance to Allah. Okay, one one thing is reliance to Allah. So, my big boss is Allah. Again, macam I tak ada, I had no one else to please. Again, I bukan pergi kerja, check ke apa, um, punch in, punch out, tak ada. So, I pergi, I kerja, I memang my my boss tu memang Allah lah. Allah is literally the place that the one that I went through, I went to and 
tunjuk my proposal, my business plan, what are my plans for the business and what not, what not, kan? So sometimes it doesn't go the way I want it. You know, I plan this, I hope for this, something like that. And it doesn't go the way I want it. Then it makes me think. You know, oh, subhanAllah, what do I want to, what do I, Allah wants me to learn from this? And then I think a little bit more deeper. Perhaps I have done something yang not pleasing to Allah. So Allah is giving me some somewhat like, macam reminder. Okay, or you, you've been, de- then I come back, oh, perhaps it was my solah. Okay, I did delay my solah a bit. So let's repair that. You know, dia macam, dia macam bagi kita, proses untuk berfikir kan Then, and this one it's a thing yang you guna untuk diri you sendiri tau you bukannya go to people kan if someone um, dia kata kat you kan you, I punya rezeki oh, ni lah lepas tu you bukan cakap dia ah, kau dah cek salat dah you know, it's not something that you 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 blame it on other people this one is just for you and Allah you know so you go take time and check back oh asfah oh, no. perhaps it was my salah perhaps this is the way I cover myself like um you know it's it's maybe it's not something that Allah is pleased with me so i wanted to repair that again a little bit you know so itu itu yang macam apa-apa in in Allah's plan kan macam contohlah one other things that i went through is um challenges to um have children you know i i i've been married for almost 7 years alhamdulillah and one of my challenges was to um have children and um When I think about it, you know, when I think about it, there's no, um, when I had PCOS, I mean, I, I had the PCOS, okay? So, doctor say it was um, a little bit too heavy, the way I take you, the way I eat, um, tak exercise, tak jaga makan, you know. And then, I take some time to think. Uh, maybe, yeah, perhaps in scientific ways, it it is proven that it's, much you know much or less it's a uh, cara I makan and all then I came back and think oh maybe yes there's there's things that I eat yang tak betul cara I makan it wasn't according to the sunnah and um the way I make doa and and then I think again like maybe also it's okay it's okay because um perhaps Allah was giving me this test just to make me understand more perhaps I before this I mungkin um tak ada empathy dekat children ke kan so Allah is giving me time to to build balik connection with children so every time when you think and and all this learning you know you dapat when you take time to tadabbur Quran and when you when you tadabbur Quran kan memang oh subhanallah lah you know and I I want you to you know this these are also one of the things that I constantly um share dekat my social media tadabbur Quran tadabbur Quran and I, I don't want you to feel like it's it's so scary macam I'm not good kan so you just what you need is just a, a kitab tafsir baca kitab tafsir get the explanation so you tak you tak terkeluar daripada landasan fahaman apa yang sebenarnya konsep Allah turunkan then you take time to think and just take time to think on your side Oh, subhanallah, do I act according to what Allah wants, you know? And don't worry about kalau you buat salah ke apa kan. Because at the end of the day, if you're wrong, God wants to, Allah nak nak betulkan you. Then he will, then, you, you know, he will send you teachers, he will show you a path to a class for you to understand. 
And I, that's how I, I, I've been living my life in that kind of, in that sense. You know, sometimes when I read Quran, for example, so I dah baca, I, I had one teacher and it was a stagnant journey tau dengan my teacher ni for four years. It was very stagnant. I felt like, oh, me, Alhamdulillah, I felt like my Quran was already okay. So one night, I just sit down in my prayer. After my prayer, I macam doa, kan? So I just cakap, I just ask Allah, like, subhanAllah, um, is my Quran recitation okay? You know, is there any way I can improve? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I just like casually talk dengan Allah macam about my Quran recitation. And then, bam. So, like, two, three days after that tu kan, I found another course. You know, I found another um, Tajwid course. And it's like an advancement. Dia macam naikkan lagi you punya understanding. So, I decide, so I registered for that class. I registered for that class and masuk. You know, that I dah masuk dalam that class now. And I tengok macam, oh, rupanya banyak yang during that stagnant moment I was um, reciting tu, rupanya ada banyak lagi macam kesilapan dan ada a lot of places that I can actually tambah baik lagi in my recitation. So, I said to myself, see, you know, Allah will always make it way for you. Because, you know, in the hadith of the Prophet SAW, Allah says that if you come to me, um, one step you datang to me, you know, mafum of this hadith, one step you datang to me, I'll come um, 10 steps. If you come to me walking, I go to you running. So it means like, if you're doing something good, he wants to add up. Allah, when you do something good, Allah wants to add up the pahala for you tau. So he's gonna like, give you another advancement. Tambah lagi, tambah lagi, supaya dia faham. So that they buat better, better, better. Now that she prays, or alhamdulillah, that's good. So I'm gonna give her um classes, understanding, do better, do better because I want to elevate her status in Jannah because that's what Allah wants. Allah wants. You know, Allah wants you to be in Jannah. So, whenever you went through um challenges or you felt like you you had challenges to believe in Him in the first place, just take time to, to think, you know, and and don't, you know, if, if it's someone coming from someone yang the pernah lalui benda ni kan for myself it's just like take time and then you know make doa just talk to Allah you know when, when I first make doa to Allah nak change tu kan I just say oh Allah I just I cuma nak jadi orang yang baik saya cuma nak jadi orang yang baik I tak nak I tak nak hidup yang sekarang ni I say I don't want to live the life that I'm living now I say oh Allah if there's anything in my position now it's not good take it away so I just, I'm just not jadi orang yang baik. I want to be the person that you you love. The person that you give your mercy, your rahmat. I, I want I want to be that person. And, and it, you know, subhanallah, and, and subhanallah, it, it was just, it, was, it, it wasn't easy, you know, but along the way, I understand. Along the way, I understand. And then I, and then that's why I always tell people, just just dua. Just say something. Oh Allah, I don't understand zakah. No, I tak faham pasal zakat. Show me, show me a teacher that can teach me. Even when I first wanted to learn, learn Quran kan, because I know I bukan orang yang macam, I suka tanya tau. So sometimes when I go to classes, some teachers get annoyed because baru belajar sikit, I dah tanya. Baru belajar sikit, I dah tanya. So I want to, and then sometimes some teachers like, can you save your question to the end of the sessions or something, kan? So, one of the dua I say, when I wanted to learn the Quran, I say, oh Allah, um, allow me, you know, rezeki kan for me, allow me to find a Quran teacher that will be very patient with me. Because I'm going to ask so many questions. 
allow me to have a teacher who's going to very patient in teaching me the deen because I'm going to have so many questions. Alhamdulillah, you know, Alhamdulillah, praise due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have the most sabar teacher who taught me Quran. Very sabar. Because I'm like, when I started reciting, my reciting, my recitation was, subhanAllah, it's very bad. So, Alhamdulillah. So, I always believe in that. I selalu believe yang whatever it is, talk it out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You you don't have money. You have problem with your business. You you have problem with your studies. You don't understand something. Just um takirat to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay, and yeah, inshallah, you will you will you can you will believe. You will find that belief because Allah is gonna inst- install that in you. But you have to try and you have to give yourself um time to allow all these things masuk dekat diri you. Okay. So yeah, I want um Zumar. We, do we have any questions? <laughs> Thank you, Aisha. Yes, that that's the secret the thing in in how can we believe in these plans? The more we are tested, that means the more the Allah wants us to get closer to Him and um really believing in His plan is is not it's not about uh the 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 path is going to be smooth. It's going to be a lot of obstacles and tests. But if if we keep on praying to him and um don't don't falter, I think don't falter ever when when you are tested and you feel that you are unloved by Allah. Um, I think that's that's my takeaway. That's my takeaway from uh from okay. Aisha shares just now. Thank you, Aisha, for that reminder again. Uh, and I believe everyone else gets the same thing probably, or they have their own thoughts on that right Aisha um, if you guys love that kind of content um, Aisha speak more about that in presence of the heart uh, one of our online classes uh, that we offer in Iman Plus, on imanplus.com um, yes presence of the heart is one of the best uh, online classes that if you want to go deep into your life go deep into your ibadah we have um Aisha Shahira as one of the speakers, and we also have uh, international speakers, uh, Sheikh Mikhail Smith, uh, Ustazah Zainab Talha. Uh, all of them talks about how can we um, be more mindful in our ibadah. How can we be more? Um, how can we concentrate more in our ibadah? So they they talk about um, how can we have the khushu in salah. Uh, um, so if you want to get the the online class on imanplus.com please go to imanplus.com uh, and don't forget to use Aisha A-Y-E-S-H-A uh, as discount code and you'll get five ringgit uh, discount instantly when you check out so when you go to imanplus.com uh, sign up and uh, don't forget to choose presence of the heart add to cart and uh, insert Aisha A-Y-E-S-H-A as your discount code and you'll get five ringgit off instantly when you check out. So please go to imanplus.com right now to get the online class. Right, uh, we have one uh, question apparently. So uh, yes, Suhail, so, so please. Hello, Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi Yeah, saya ada soalan. Uh, macam mana you handle fasa struggle untuk berubah tu? Sebab, I mean, ya... Yeah, Uh, bila kita struggle untuk berubah ni kadang-kadang bukan datang daripada uh, struggle kita dengan diri kita kan tapi datangnya struggle untuk berhadapan dengan uh, 
uh, kawan-kawan, keluarga. So ada tips tak untuk orang lain juga yang mungkin tengah struggle ke arah tu? Okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Okay, so yeah, I think um, friends, <laughs> subhanallah, friends will always have something to say, okay. Um, even for myself, uh, when I first started pakai hijab, all my friends was like, oh, dah berubah, apa tu, kawan saya semua macam, apa, dia bilang saya dulu, um, oh, subhanallah, I can't remember, there was a, a nickname that they gave to me, um, I can't remember. But because masa at that time when I started learning the Dean kan, I macam, I nak share. Apa je kelas saya pergi, I nak share. So some of my friends, they get annoyed lah. Dia macam, ah, dia ni ustaz. Ah, they will call me like ustazah-ustazah lagi. Yang something macam tu lah. There was a name but I can't remember. It's ustazah something. But anyway, <coughs> memang you akan ada tau friends macam ni. And, um, and I, I felt like really sad because, um, I want, you know, like sometimes when we, we, when we dah change and then especially when we learn, kita dengar macam all these good things and how you go into jannah with your friends, you know, that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, subhanallah, you know, bestnya kalau my friend pun faham and dengar macam tu kan. And then kita start share dengan orang kan. But they're all like, ah, macam tu kan, macam, eh, boringnya dia ni, <laughs> kan. In fact, uh, when I first um went to my first ever Islamic class, okay, Islamic class. I must tell you, I went for Ustazah Yasmin Mujahid punya talk dekat uh, Matrik, okay, kat Matrik. And then, um, I don't have friends. My mom just dropped me there. None of my friends wants to follow me. So, I I went there and I sat at the back. I duduk kat belakang sahaja because I was very shy. I tengok semua orang kat situ macam, Ya Allah, diorang ni baiknya. Macam semua orang ada alim macam tu kan. Saya so, takut sangat nak ni. So, I sat dekat belakang tau. And then, um, But then too, I rasa kan, sometimes when we when we change and we 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 want to do it, lillahi ta'ala kan, Allah, Allah datangkan I satu friend, okay, one friend datang, and she just like casually tegur I. She said, eh, saya tengok awak seorang je, dia kata, you dah makan? Dia tanya, saya cakap lah, belum. Dia kata, jom lah, pergi makan sama-sama. So, dia pun, um, then I said, okay, okay, boleh. So, I pun pergi makan dengan dia. We had um makan together and then she she ajak me pray and all lah. So now she she becomes like one of my best friends until now. She always like uh, apa ingatkan I pasal solat and whatnot kan. So I think don't worry about that. Um, you know you will have friends. You will have friends that Allah will replace. Okay, and in fact one of the doa that I made was when I said that doa yang I cakap tadi nak jadi orang baik tu kan. Okay, that actually the doa tu dia bersambung. Okay, so I said this doa. I say, Ya Allah, saya cuma nak jadi orang yang baik. I say, kalau ada apa-apa in my position now which is not good, I say, take it away from me. So I say this precisely eh. I sampai, memang sampai sekarang I ingat this doa. I say, if I have friends who are not good to me, if I ada kawan yang tak baik, kawan yang tak baik sekarang, friends who are not good, I say, take them away. Now, I just want to have friends yang baik. Yeah. And then it's just like, and I say, if I have money that is not good for me, you know, that is not good, yang tak baik for me now, take it away. If I have anything in my position sekarang, yang dia tak baik, take it away. Because I don't want it anymore. Because I say I nak jadi orang yang baik. I dah bersedia nak jadi orang yang baik. That I want to change. So, just slowly macam tu, um, you know, I met a lot of friends. I think, Because masa mula-mula I start dating-dating tu I was so into learning So I macam almost every weekend I ada class I pergi masjid, pergi kelas Dengar ceramah lah itu semua kan So I met a lot of friends there 
And then from there, um, daripada situ kawan-kawan ajak lagi pergi kelas, jumpa-jumpa kan. And, and I found more friends and friends. And I think macam sekarang ni mungkin, Alhamdulillah lah kita dah boleh keluar kan. I think you choose like where are the places that you go. And um, always make that doa. Because you know, on the day of judgment, right, uh, friends yang tak baik ni, I remember one ustaz, I pergi, I pergi one class ustaz tu kata kan, oh, kawan-kawan yang tak baik ni, yang buat-buat maksiat, buat-buat benda tak elok ni kan. On the day of judgment, in Jahannam, nanti dia orang yang bergaduh sesama sendiri tau. So, they all like, ah, uh, uh, apa? <laughs> I buka abis. So, dia kata, oh, aku ikut kau. Aku buat jahat, aku ikut kau. Macam ni. So, dia akan salahkan each other. And then, they will, they will pinpoint to syaitan. Then, syaitan will say, Uh, syaitan will say macam Oh dia tak su- Dia hanya cadangkan je Dia macam just whisper je Lepas tu yang buat All the decision you Yang buat lah, Macam tu tau So I always tell myself No I don't want to have friends like that You know I want to Then that In that sense juga kan Dia sangat membantu Untuk I also Be conscious of being a good friend And if you don't If you don't have like These good friends in your life Sekarang kan You start Being one You start being one You know, jadi that good friends dulu. You jadi that kind of good friend. And trust me, Allah will open up people's heart. Kan? Because kasih sayang ni dia daripada Allah. Allah akan buka dan bagi that love. So, um, be that kind of friend dulu. And always see good je in other people. Then insyaAllah hutaan kan. Um, people will always, um, you know, people akan nampak. Uh, people akan nampak. So, jangan... Kita jangan macam bila kita dah mula berubah ni kan. Kita nak betulkan semua orang. <laughs> jangan. Because itu kesilapan yang I buat. I terlampau macam excited sangat belajar. I nak, I nak betulkan semua orang. I nak semua orang jadi macam I. Macam oh belajar, belajar, belajarkan. But the journey is not like that for everyone right. So uh, one thing I learned is to um, be compassion, apa have empathy kan. So kita buat baik je dengan semua orang. Mana yang ejek kita then tak apalah just leave it because Allah will definitely because Allah says kan dia kata whenever he took away something for you he will replace it with something better. So friends who are not good he will take away and he will replace it with good friends okay. So insyaAllah that will uh, hopefully that answers your question Suhan. Thank you everyone and that's the end. I hope you guys can um, check the, the online class uh, so that you guys um, can get more benefit from the, the, the topic of holding on to Allah when you are struggling. And also if you want to, to, to read more on Aisha's journey, on her hijrah journey, on her journey to get closer to Quran, to, to, to talk to Allah and also in, in Salah you can get Quran Tech Girl. Um, talk to Allah and longing for God's closeness on imanshop.com I really really encourage you to to buy these books and if you want to listen to Aisha talking about uh, the topic of um, Salah as well you can go to presence of the heart on imanshop.com also if you want to get motivation to to be a better person in in this new year you also can purchase rising bravely on imanshop.com that's the time that we have tonight thank you everyone we really really hope that you enjoy this session with Aisha Shahira and please um uh Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at imamplus.com to get more info on our activities in future, inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala, ta'ala wabarakatuh and have a nice evening. This episode of Holding On To God When You Are Struggling is a collaboration between Imam Plus and Aisha Shahira. Aisha Shahira is the author of Being A Quran Tech Girl, Talk To Allah, and longing for God's closeness 
published by Iman Publication. You can follow her on her personal Instagram at Aisha Shahira or at Aisha Shares where she shares her knowledge and aspirations. This episode is a part of In This Moment podcast series. This series is available on Iman Plus Spotify and Iman YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our channels if you don't want to miss our latest episodes. For more information on the podcast or any other products from Iman Plus, please check out our social media account at imanplus.com on Instagram and Twitter and Iman Plus on Facebook. Subscribe to our newsletter and please check out our website imanplus.com today. Till next time, take care and stay safe.